0: With his faithful buddit Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the green hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Political Strings. The Green Hornet strikes again. Jonathan Ward was a stout man, and after listening to his smooth, easy manner of speech and observing the bland expression on his round, florid face, one was led to wonder just what it was that gave him power as political boss in his district. But his beguiling smile didn't fool the man who sat beside Ward's massive desk in his sumptuous office, and listened as boss Ward talked.
1: Carter, the primary is getting close. That young fellow, Franklin Norwell, with his ideas of reform, is going to give our candidate a very close raise. Yes, that's right. We're doing
2: all we can to swing things our way, but... I uh...
1: see you feel the same way about Norwell. That's right, I do, Mr. Ward. We must uh, do something about it. Yes. We've
2: got to keep Hood in the mayor's office. He's been mighty useful to us.
1: Hood can't win. Norwell is as good as elected. In Cutty, we're going to get on the bandwagon. What do you mean? We shall withdraw our support of Hood. We'll back Franklin Norwell. What?
2: But Mr. Ward, Norwell's definitely based his campaign on the fact that he's honest. I know, I know.
1: (laughs) From now until he's elected, we're a bunch of reformists. After that... Norwell is honest. We can't handle him as we've handled Hood. Get things moving behind young Norwell Carter. As for the rest, just leave all that to me. Now get some publicity out to the newspapers right away. Hey, didn't
3: tell you about the large crowd of crooks twitching something to boost Norwell and turn thumbs down on the dog Doesn't <laughs> like it get beaten anyhow, so they can
1: get on the bandwagon. What? Oh, Michael, you can't say that again.
3: (laughs) Take that again, actually. Well, you know the Ward machine. Yes, Ward
4: and his men have been backing Mayor Hood for re-election. Not since this morning. What? You
3: mean to say that Ward has changed sides? That's what I told you. He's come out with all his weight to boost young Frank Norwell.
0: Norwell's a stuntman candidate.
3: Well,
4: politics makes strange bedfellows. Imagine being on the same side as Jonathan Ward.
0: I
3: thought Norwell was a good guy. I thought he was on the level. Oh, well, the Daily Sentinel calls him clean-cut and sincere and honest. If he's backed by Jonathan Ward, he can't be so hot. I wonder how he feels about Ward's backing. Maybe I could find out, Reed. How'd it be if I was to call on him? Good. Go ahead.
4: Go and see Norwell. And if you can't get to him, let me know. Find out if he's made any kind of a deal with Jonathan Ward.
3: That I will, Reed. I'm on my way. You see, Mr. Norwell, we got to know the facts. If you expect any more cooperation from the Daily Sentinel, that is. Mr. Axford, believe me when I say that Ward's move is as much of a surprise to me as it is to everybody else. No one from his headquarters has approached me about it at all. Well, uh, are you going to accept his backing? Frankly, I want to be elected. I'm neither going to accept nor reject it. I'll continue my campaign along the lines it's been going, and my aims and promises will not change. I give my word on that. Well... I guess that's fair enough. I report what you say. You can quote me. Hood was elected mayor with Jonathan Ward's backing. He's been paying for that backing with favors at the expense of the taxpayers. That's it, by golly, Norwell. You hit it right at the nose. If Ward expects any such favors from me, he's due for a disappointment. No, you're talking, lad. That's the stuff. Now, what was it you said I was to quote? Say it again, will you? Take it slow so I can write it down. I shall neither accept nor reject the support of Jonathan Ward. Set the Central
1: paper, read Frank
3: Norwell's statement. Here you are, sir. Reform candidate, replies to Ward machine. Here you are, sir. Read all about it. Central paper.
1: I'm are going to accept nor reject Ward's support. I shall continue my campaign along the lines it's been going, and my aims and promises will not change. I give my word on that. <laughs> you know, Carter, young Norwell has determination and brains. His statement will hold the support he already has, and he's not rejecting ours. I. I know, Mr. Warren, but reading between the lines, I'd say that's a
2: repudiation of our offer to support him.
1: What else did you expect from a chap like Norwell? But
2: I don't see what benefit there is to us in switching our support to Norwell. He'll get in, but he won't listen to anything we might want him to do after he is elected
1: mayor. him. you've been with me a long time. But you haven't learned one thing, that I never do anything without thinking it over, nor without a motive. But, Mr. Ward, in this case... In this case, the first thing is to see that Norwell gets in. Then, Carter, I'll show you how easily I'll swing him into line. Now get busy and leave Norwell's future actions to me. All right, Mr. Ward, I'll start the ball rolling
2: for Norwell right away. He's as good as elected right now. Here's the latest report, Gunnigan. 472 precincts. Well, what time have you got, Axford? Oh, me?
3: Oh, oh. It's about nine o'clock. Nine, huh? Oh? Turns are coming in faster than usual. Lowell slipped a little bit. Between you and me. Ward's backing him did him more harm than good. You know, Gunnigan, that's just what I was telling Reed. I was well, saying the... The guy from the radio yeah. station
0: wants to know if you're dead around
3: here. Here, take him this. 472 precincts heard from.
0: Okay, I'll tell him. I was telling to read. Hey, the do you back- like this, Gunnigan? Ah. Norwell's piled up a lead of 500 and some votes. How many I got there? 550 precincts. It looks to me like Norwell, hands down.
3: Have we got a man at Hood's headquarters? Yes, Lowry. Get him on the phone and keep the line open. Just keep talking. If Norwell keeps piling up, Hood's likely to concede in half an hour. Right. You, Jeffries, take this over to the broadcaster. Fine thing, this business, to help on radio spread the news so people don't have to buy a paper. Axford, do you want something? Well, a little while ago in Reed's office, I was saying is that. Is he wants... still here? Sure he is. He's in his office. I was telling him Now, that wait I... a minute. Hey, Josephine, get the boss. Coming in fast, in. How many precincts now? 900. Okay. Hello, boss. It's going to be Norwell. Yeah, he's running further ahead all the time. Looks like the kid's in, and I don't know whether to be glad or sorry. Axford, stop pouring those papers yeah. on my desk. Yeah, Axford's still hanging around. Okay, I'll tell him. Axford. Huh? Reed says stick around. He's going to take you calling. Okay. You know, Gunnigan, get... I was telling Reed there's something funny about Jonathan Ward back in Young Norwood. Uh, wait a minute. I thought... Uh, hey, Joe, uh... you got that line open to Hood's headquarters?
0: Yeah, Lowry's on the line now.
3: Hood's going to concede? I'll
0: find out how it
3: looks. Uh, what's he say, Gunnigan? Get... Didn't you hear him? I mean, Reed. What's he want to me? As soon as Norwood's in, he's going over to his headquarters. Yeah? Golly, that's great. I'd better get some pencils and paper. The chances are I'll have to interview Norman. Not my pencils. Put those down. The latest, Chief. The stuff sure comes fast with those boating machines in the job. You're telling me. Hey,
0: the guy over at the microphone wants to know if there's any coffee left.
3: No, send the office boy out for another pail. Well,
0: how about some sandwiches? We're getting
3: hungry. Reagan, you grab your phone. This is it. Larry says hood's throwing in the towel. Put him on. Hello, Larry. Let's have it. Take it, Sam. I'll repeat what Larry says. Just a minute, Larry. Pete. Go tell Mr. Reed it's all over and the sentinel's man is in. We can let the presses roll. Okay, Larry, shoot. Hood conceded the election of Franklin Norwell at 9.07 when returns from over half the city had been reported. Failing in his run for re-election, the incumbent mayor made the following statement. Quote, I wish my successor the best of luck. Pet election returns. Mayor Hood concede. Hey, hey ya, lady. Right here, Reform candidate elected. Hey, hey ya, sir. Franklin Norwell elected mayor. the Electree. Pet Bar. The new mayor. Congratulations, Norwell. Great work, boy. You put it over. Has hey, anybody got a bottle over? there? Sutherland Snakes, Reed. Norwell's campaign headquarters is like a clam bake. <laughs> well, this will all
4: die down a few
3: minutes, Axford. Then we'll see what Norwell has to say. Look. Going into the inside office where it's private. Maybe we could catch him in there without all these stooges hanging around. Come on, Axford. We'll speak to the girl over
4: there. She seems to be the custodian of the sanctum sanctorum. Okay. I suppose we'll have to wait until that overstuffed man moves aside. Axford.
3: Huh? Back looks familiar. Sutherland Snakes Reed. He does it that. That's Jonathan Ward. Come on, let's edge over.
2: I'm sorry, Mr. Ward. But Mr. Norwell said he didn't wish to be disturbed by anyone for the next few minutes. Very well. He wants to be alone while he telephones his mother long
1: distance. <coughs> I'm quite sure, young lady, he'll see me. He
3: specifically mentioned you, sir.
1: Yes, take this note to him.
3: Well, all right. I'll give him the note. <laughs> you tried to get on the
1: bandwagon? Eh? Oh, your name is Axford, isn't it? That it is. And by
3: golly, it's going to be interesting now to see what happens to a lot of guys that have been holding down soft
1: jobs. Hey. I was. Well, young lady, what did Mister Mayor have to say when he read my note?
2: Well, uh, well, he said for you to go right in, Mister Walker.
1: Thank you, young lady. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, Axbridge, uh, drop in at my office sometime. Let's get better acquainted. Uh. Uh.
3: By golly, Reed, what do you make of that? Don't that look like there's something between Ward and Norwell? Yes, Exford, it does. I'd like to know more about it. Well, we should be able
4: to see Norwell in a few minutes.
3: I do appreciate the support your paper gave me, Mr. Reed. And I propose to live up to all of the things you said of me.
4: I'm glad to hear that, Norwell. For a time, I wondered...
0: You wondered?
4: Yes. When I saw Jonathan Ward go into your office. Oh. Do you care
3: to discuss his visit? No comment. No, hold on, Mr. Norwell. Our public is going to want to know if Jonathan Ward can swing you around his finger like he always did with Hood. No comment, Mr. Axford.
4: Are you going to reappoint Ward to the job he holds? No comment. No comment, no comment,
3: no comment. What's back of it, Axford? Reed, that's what I'd sure like to know. Where are you going now, Reed? To the apartment?
4: Yes, I think I shall, Axford.
3: No reason to go back to the office. Well, do you mind dropping me at cop's headquarters? I might as well see what Burke thinks about the election.
4: No comment, Cato. That's all he'd say. Well, no comment
0: sometimes says much, Mr. Britt.
4: Yeah. Norwell would have denied any obligation to Jonathan Ward if he could. The fact that he made no comment is proof that Ward's put pressure on him. But how? What kind of pressure? I... Let's have a look at that phone book.
0: Yes, sir. Here you are, Mr. Britt.
4: I have an idea. May work. Let's see. I W's... Uh, W-A-N... Ward. Here we are. John, John, Jonas, Jonathan. What time is it?
0: Oh, just after midnight. Mr. Ward, probably not at home this early on election night. All
4: the better. I'd rather have him not at home.
0: Norwell probably at home. He's not a night owl.
4: Norwell won't be out as late as Ward. Hello. Is this Jonathan Ward's residence? Uh, no, I didn't expect to catch him this early, but I'd like to talk to him before morning. What time do you expect him? Well, three? Well, that's all right. Ask him to phone Frank Norwell at three. Yes, of course, at home. Thanks. Uh, Mr.
0: Britt, I not understand. You will, Cato. But why is Mr. Ward to telephone Mr. Norwell at three o'clock in the morning?
4: Because, Cato, at three o'clock in the morning, he's going to tell the Green Hornet what kind of an axe he's holding over Norwell's head.
2: Mayor, it's a lot of responsibility. Final.
3: Landslide victory.
1: <laughs>
3: yes, landslide victory. That's what the papers call it. Reform ticket. <laughs> if the people only knew what a double cross the new mayor is going to give them. <laughs> oh, the phone.
4: Stand still, Norwell. Uh,
3: huh? Like oh, that mask. Steady. A green hornet. What does this mean? Don't tell me you're working with.
4: With whom? No one. Norwell, I'm going to answer your phone, and I don't want interference. This gas won't hurt No, no. no. Sorry. Hello? Hello? Hello, who is this? Listen to me, Ward. I've got to whisper. I don't want to wake anyone up. What do you want? What do you want, Noel? Just this. I've been thinking everything over very carefully since the returns came in. I've reached a decision. You needn't bother making any decisions, Noel. I'll make them for you. That's what I wanted to tell you. You won't. I said you won't make any decisions for me. Have you lost your mind? No, I haven't lost my mind. I've made it up. You can go to blazes. I want no part of you. What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do? What am I going to do, eh? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Perhaps you thought I was bluffing about your father. Maybe you were bluffing about father. How do I know you weren't? Uh, Listen, you young upstart. You'll find out I wasn't bluffing. You wouldn't dare go through
1: with what you said. Oh?
4: Is Father alive right now? I told you he was. Maybe you've already disposed of him. I said he was alive. I've got to have proof. What kind of proof do you expect? A note from him. You saw a note from him? He uh, he might have been killed after he wrote that note. He wasn't. I want another note, Ward. Have him write another note over the headline of the Daily Sentinel, last edition. That'll prove he's alive right now. You'll get that note in the morning. I want it before morning. But it's what of it? All right, I'll see what I can do. So that's it. I've got Norwell's father. Sorry, Norwell. I'll put you on the bed. you will probably be out for another hour or so. Get going, kiddo. Huh? Yes, Mr. Brith. Straight ahead to the corner, then to the right. We've got to get to Jonathan Ward's house in a hurry.
0: Mr. Britt, was the mission successful?
4: It was. Ward came through. He spilled it, Kato. Oh, that
0: good. What was Axe overhead of Norwell?
4: Ward has Frank's father. Abduction? Yes. Abduction. Turn here. Straight ahead. Last house on this road.
0: Ward made threats against father's life?
4: That's about the size of
0: it. Will you know where father is held?
4: Nobody's going to find out. If we're not too late, Jonathan Ward will tell me.
1: Young fool. About time you got back. I have to go to the corner to get the last edition of the
2: Daily Sentinel. All
1: right, Carter, all right. Here it is. You're sure this is the last edition? Yes. Yeah. Look at this headline. This is all we'll need. We've got to make the old man write a note to his crusading young son, the fair haired boy, right above this headline. <laughs> That won't be so tough, will it? No, but it makes me boil to have to go to all this trouble in the middle of the night. I wouldn't do it if I wasn't afraid to take a chance on Norwell. Afraid? I don't want him to blow off to reporters the first thing in the morning. Oh. Give me a couple of days with him and I'll have him well in line. Meanwhile, we'll have to humor him. Here's the headline,
2: Here's the headline, Carter. Take it out to Beasley sanitarium. Chuck Beasley will raise Mary Ned when I get him out of
1: bed at 4 a.m. Yeah, that old quack. Remind him who's financing his place. He'd be peddling shoestrings if I didn't keep him going. I'll be back in an hour. I'll wait up for you. Uh, wait up for him. Three o'clock in the morning.
4: He'll wait, wait a, a long time. What?
1: How does it feel to be afraid, Ward? Green Hornet. That's right. If you think I'm afraid of a cheap
4: crook with a mask... I don't think you're afraid of me, but wait until the police get you.
1: Police get me?
4: (laughs) I'm not a housebreaker, but you are. The window in the adjoining room was quite convenient. What do you want? I just wanted to know where you were holding Norwell's father, and I heard you say Beasley Sanitarium. And that's where I'm going. Goodbye, Ward. I'll go out
1: through the door. But wait, wait, listen to me. What are you after?
4: I'll
1: meet your pal at Beasley's place. Well, Got away. Well, here's where I get a reward. Operator, give me police headquarters and hurry. Hey, boss,
0: who is up here? That car shut,
1: up, will... shut up, shut up. Hello, police headquarters. Jonathan Ward speaking. Now listen to this and get it straight. The Green Hornet is on the post road, heading for a place called Beasley Sanitarium. Get out there and you can catch him. The Green Hornet, holy smoke! Yes, yes, this is Jonathan Ward. You can check back on the number if you want. And don't say I never did you a favor. Steve, get on that phone and call Beasley. Tell him the Green Hornet's on the way and perhaps the police... Get old Norwell out of sight. Right, don't do it. But, but, what the... The Hornet. You again. You left a second ago. Oh, my car did. I tried that convenient
4: window again. But what... what Thanks you, for calling the police. What,
1: what do you want now?
4: I came to use your phone with or without permission. Steve, get him. Right. I hope you try it. Yes. Because, you too, oh, No, no. I, I'll get, uh, Operator, police headquarters, hurry.
3: Let it ring, Burke. Let someone else answer it. We got to get going for the green hornet, but I got to get the phone expert. Police headquarters, Sergeant Burke speaking. Mister Ward forgot to tell you that you'll have to go through the Beasley place. The hornet may be inside before you get there. Right. What was it, Burke? Guy calling for Ward says the hornet's got a big start. Come on. A big start, you say? We got to go through Beasley place. Hey, Joe, get the boys and come with us. Bring the riot guns. We gotta take over Beasley Sanitarium. Quiet, Ashwood. You just came here by courtesy. I'll give the orders. Then give them. Bring the riot guns. We gotta take over Beasley Sanitarium. <laughs> come on. We're after the Green Hornet.
2: if I sign this paper write a note on it as you say what then no promises Norwell you just write a note to your son so he'll know you're alive how long do you propose to keep me in this this awful place that's up to the boss you you can't keep me here indefinitely you'll kill me sooner or later go ahead and write that note or I'll suggest that Beasley operate in the morning that noise No, I see is. a new patient coming in. <laughs> Some of them put up more of a fight than you did. Uh, I'll write the note. But... Say, this room is private. Where is that green harness? What are you talking about? Get me out of here. Help me. You shut up. I won't, I'll up. I'll you. you. Listen, this old man's crazy. He's my father. That's he... a lie. Get me out of here. Take me to my son. I've been held here for three days. He's crazy. I tell you, ask the Lucians that he's... Somebody... My son is Franklin Norwell. Here,
3: look at this headline. Holy crow. Now, where's old man? Whoa. And that's Weasel Face Carter. Jonathan Ward's right-hand man. Ward abducted me. He's trying to make my boy take orders. Well, you oh, will say where you are.
1: Lights, one, let me go. I'll, I'll fix this
3: lug. <coughs> Good one, Axford. Now, where at is that green harlot? Bring him on. I'm in a fighting mood, and I want action. Uh, get Beasley. Get them all. This place is a private jail operated by Jonathan Ward. Come on, boys. Let's take the place apart and see what we can
1: find. All right, come on.
2: 5 a.m. Here, Gunnington. Some hot coffee. Casey,
3: okay, are so you still hanging around? Uh-huh. Oh, it's been fun watching the returns come in. Fun my eye. As far as I was concerned, the election was over when Norwell got in. The dribbles from outstate are duller than market reports.
2: Yeah,
3: hold your cup and I'll pour some coffee. Uh, and speaking of Norwell, what do you think of that guy?
2: Oh,
3: why? Yeah. Uh, he's a stick in the mud. After the way we rolled him to the mayor's job, he won't even give us a statement. No comment was all he said. No comment. Oh. How do you like that? We were all set for a statement that would smash all over the front page. Who interviewed him after Mr. Reed tried it? Four men tried to get him to talk. No comment. Ah. ah I wish this job had a stick in it. You know, that's odd. I spent five hours setting up a statement of policy. A statement that hit straight from the shoulder. A statement that would put Jonathan Ward in his machine and holes, A statement that would make the people of this town feel that at last that they had a man that would do things. And did he sign that statement? No. What did he say? No comment. Oh, why don't I quit this business and raise turnips or something? Oh,
1: don't take it so hard,
3: Gunnigan. Oh, better still, why don't I own the paper and go out nightclubbing until 5 a.m.? Then drop in on my way home and say, good night, slaves, like the boss. Huh? Look, coming in pretty soft.
2: Oh,
1: Mr. Reed.
4: Quiet
3: around here, isn't it? Yes, it sure is, boss. Still around this case?
4: You'd better take tomorrow off. Oh,
1: thanks.
3: Oh, well, nothing special, eh? No, outstates state's running in the groove. Boss, isn't there some way you can get Norwell to sign that statement so that we can hit the streets with it and the bulldog? Norwell wouldn't come in. Ah, uh, nuts. Oh, well. Yeah? No, nothing new. No. Let him roll. paper be flat as a pancake without that statement from Norwell. Hey, I get well, Look what I got! Hi, Reed. Oh, Gary I'm glad you're here. Hiya, Casey. Have you been in a fight? That I have, Reed. And, oh, brother, you should see we the face Carter. Who? Listen, Reed. Gunning and all of you, listen. We went out for the green harlot, but we didn't get him. You call that news? Wait. We got to Doc Beasley's sanitarium. And what do you think? Who did we find there but Norwell's father?
4: Frank Norwell's father? Yeah.
3: He knew Jonathan Ward. And Ward told him to come to this city and to Beasley's place. On account of Frank was hurt bad and being held there. When? Two days ago. And when he got there, he was held a prisoner bees he's been in a racket all along, holding people there against their will. Wait, Axford, I don't want to miss this. Hold the press. Hang on to this line a minute. Copy, get over here. Larry, come here and get some stuff for rewrite. Holy crow. Give out, Axford. <laughs> well, Ward told Norwell that if he didn't take orders, he'd never see his old van alive. Whoa! Go on, no. go on, I got that. The cops were there with me. They nailed Carter, then they went to Ward's house. He'd been gassed by the harlots, but he come to, and Norwell's father brought the charges against him. Ward is in jail? Ah, he is. That three and four guys with him, including Doc Beasley. Head down that front page and stand by for a replay. What about Norwell, the mayor? What's he say? Did you see him? Yeah, and he'd been gassed by the harlot, too. No. Yes, he said Ward had an axe over his head. But now, by thundery talk, his statement. Maybe we can get him to sign it. This is it. Sign. <laughs> oh,
2: my God! That's what I could kiss
3: you. That's top news for the press services. Right, boss. Go on, you slaves. Get those typewriters going. Oh, brother. Norwell statement. Ward's downfall and old man's abduction. Beasley's racket exposed. Where's that guy that writes the headlines? <laughs> On a read all about it. Green Hornet still at large. Central Park
0: these copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit, and all characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. Now, here's a special program note. Plan to join the millions who will hear the sensational Bing Crosby program tomorrow night. It's a minstrel show starring Bing, Al Jolson, and John Charles Thomas. Remember, that's tomorrow night. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.